Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. That one, but uh, we'll get to that, I'm sure, at some uh, point in time. Yeah, that was Matt Hasselbeck, and uh, he did exactly just say there moments ago, Josh Allen is huh? every bit as good as Patrick Mahomes. You want to quickly start there? I kind of uh, raised well, my eyebrows I mean, on what? that, too. We can start in a lot of different places, but I can tell you one thing we certainly can start at is I walked in this morning into the green room and I Food saw... for thought? You want to give me a little food for thought this morning? <laughs> no, but Great Zubin, line, Zubin. Zubin, I walked into our green room and I saw grocery bags, and I was like... Two of them. And you're the only guy in the studio with me, so I, I know that's your spot where you put everything. I was like, why in the hell would Zubin bring grocery bags into the... I'm like, this dude here. And so I came in <laughs> to ask you, why would you bring grocery bags? And then you reminded me you didn't have a car, but even still, I'm like, why would you bring grocery bags at 6 a.m. to work? Let me give you a comment. Not as crazy as Matt Hasselbeck there on Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, but slightly less crazy. And that is to say, every Friday, I yes. go food shopping. Yeah, we do. 9.54.07. Not that I'm counting, but 9.54.07. Okay. I don't have to see you till Monday. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I get to go right to the supermarket, which is two blocks away. Okay. I live more than two blocks away from here. So if okay. I left here, walked further home, yes. got the bags, double-backed, and walked all the way to the grocery store. I get store it. Zubin, you do not have no, to explain yourself on this, Zubin. No, you he, do not have to explain yourself. That's true. He doesn't have to explain himself, Jay, but I forgot Zubin didn't have a car because, you know, we most of us have cars. In, not in New York City, though, Key. Well, no, most people I'm, don't have cars in New York City. See, I'm, you got to remember, Jay, I'm from L.A., okay. so I'm still in a transition period from a mind, you know, from my mind, uh, from mindset. And, and so, you got a family. And I got a family, and we do have a car. But I, even though, even so, I the bags are in the car. So when I saw the bags, I'm like, the hell is he bringing bags in for? Industrial strength, industrial strength. And because then, the bags are much, they can, I mean, they're, they're sturdy. They cost no, I like get $249. It. I get Take it. care of them. I get it. But then I asked you, uh, then I said to Zubin, I go, why don't you just buy bags at the store? They're 20 cents. He looked at me like I had frogs on my face. <laughs> It's like, Wait, I'm not ha- spending 20 cents on any damn bags. How many bags do you have, Zubin? Two. Just two. Are they Just sturdy, two. though? Is it, you don't double up on the bags when they walk home? No, like, I'm sure if you go to Target or Walmart or your local supermarket, they're right there at the checkout. You can buy them for, like, $2.49. It makes perfect cents. sense, though. $2.49. It makes per- high-end per- bags. No, it makes, it makes perfect sense, considering that the weekend is full of football for us, and I'm going to eventually – I don't. I got to figure it out because Saturday's games are starting at 1 o'clock, and I wanted to go to the mall and do some stuff, but that, that sounds like that that might be out of the equation. I might have to just take care of business today after work like you. Fair enough. Let's, uh, let's bag this conversation and move on. <laughs> Sorry, it's too easy. It's too easy. It was too You're easy. Such a too easy sports hitter guy. <laughs> but, Back to sports. <laughs> Real quick, before we get into who's got the most pressure this weekend, you're going to be a part of our playoff coverage this weekend. Absolutely. Tell everybody where you can uh, be seen this weekend. Well, uh, well on ESPN2, right at the start of kickoff, at uh, we're going to be here on Sunday at Seaport, Matt Hasselback, Rex Ryan, myself, Booker McFarland, and Teddy Bruschi, uh, the film room. Mm. So we're going to be, mm. you know, we're going to be breaking down the game. We're going to, are, we're are going to break it down. Key? Are you hosting? Hey, man. Shh. Don't say anything. Quiet. We, no, don't, I, tell I, him, we don't tell them everything. Give we me give the hosting voice. Bit. Give me the hosting voice. Well, I don't, know if I, I don't really know if I have a hosting voice, but I'll try. We listen to your reads. Joining. You shut go. up. <laughs> jo- joining me is Matt Hasselback along with. No. I, it just, it, it, it'll, be, uh, it'll be fun, though, because we get a chance to really break it down. Now you get behind the scenes on how to really understand 
the film and how we look at things. It'll be fun to do. I can't wait. To, I'm excited. That's what's up. When there's a momentarily lull, ask him to explain the whole Mahomes-Allen thing to you in person, okay? <laughs> Ouch. Well, every now and then, some of our colleagues do say some things that make you scratch your head. And it that's, happens. Indeed. That's the deal with Keyshawn on Sunday. On Monday, I'll be with you on the Megacast for the college football playoff national championship game in the Data Center with our Brad Edwards. So a huge, huge weekend. And then spilling over to Monday for football. Triple header Saturday. Triple header Sunday. That's why they're calling it Super Wild Card Weekend. We've never had triple headers on Saturday and Sunday. Sunday, we've got the 14-team playoff field, and then Alabama and Ohio State to decide mm. college football's championship. It's going to be wall-to-wall football here over the next three days. It's wall-to-wall football this morning on the show with the fellows, I should mention, we're presented by Progressive Insurance, and all of our guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. It gets right to this. This is the moment. You guys have said it. Basketball, football. You guys don't care about the regular season. It's the postseason that makes heroes. So let's start here. Who's well, we, got- do, we do care about the regular season because the regular season helps us get to the postseason but you are made in the postseason. Indeed. Legacies are made in the postseason, but setting you up for success in the postseason comes in the regular season. Absolutely. All right, mm-hmm. so let's talk about it. Who's got the most pressure, fellas? Let's just go conference by conference. Let's start in the AFC. Who's got the most pressure on them in the postseason in the American Football Conference? The American Football Conference. Way to go, Zubin. Um, I would say <laughs> it's the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? I mean, you, a yeah. team that started off 11-0. and Yep. That we were talking about, hey, Mike Tomlin can be undefeated, uh, 16-0. and 0, They can run the table. He can be coach of the year, yada, 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 yada. Um, then they got on a little bit of a, a, a skid. They, they lost four or five or five or six or something along mm-hmm. those lines. And it didn't look promising for them. It was kind of like, uh-oh, what is this? When a team starts off that hot, they got to finish the deal because we talked about the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Kansas City Chiefs ad nauseum about playing each other in the AFC championship game or American football conference, depending on how you want to read it. Um, and, and, it, and, it and now all of a sudden, it looks like it could be Baltimore or Buffalo in the AFC championship game facing the Kansas City Chiefs. See, Key, I, I don't know, man. It feels like the Steelers have are, are kind of like hobbling their way into the playoffs, losing their last four or five games, and really not having a run game. It, it, yeah, it did feel like they started off really high, but it feels like they're just kind of fizzling out. One of, one of the things that I get really bothered about, I, I don't understand. At the beginning of the year, Jeff Darlington, who was really good at his job, came on our show and was comparing Patrick Mahomes to Michael Jordan. This team at full strength has only lost one game. Like, I don't count the last game where guys didn't play. You have guys like Travis Kelsey who finished top five in receiving yards and receiving touchdowns as a tight end. People were raving about him. You have Tyreek Hill who finished top two in receiving TDs. Like, all these weapons getting Le'Veon Bell. People were talking about this team going undefeated. Why does it feel like this team gets a pass? Why isn't there pressure on this team when people are talking about them going undefeated? I, I, I don't understand how they can just kind of – roll underneath the radar and we don't give them pressure for considering to be a team that people are talking about winning multiple, multiple, several championships, world championships. Well, I, I don't think there's no, I don't think there's major pressure on them because, Why? well, because it's, it's almost like a given that they're going to be in AFC championship game. And from there, they'll probably get to the Super Bowl. It's just, there's no, the Pittsburgh Steelers, came out of nowhere once Big Ben got back to 11-0. And and then all of a sudden, they got real tight 
and started losing games in Cleveland and Baltimore, started closing the gap in the division, and it felt like they was getting ready to lose the division because they lost to the Cincinnati Bengals, and then all of a sudden it became one of those uh uh-oh, watch-out moments. And so because of how it was built up, put them in a position where we just decided, okay, this team is the one team that can challenge the Kansas City Chiefs. It's all of that pressure. I understand that you could say that Patrick Mahomes is Michael Jordan or whatever you want to call him. Yes, he's won a Super Bowl, and he's won an MVP and could have won two of each. But when you look at it from last year, they almost didn't even win that Super Bowl. But a, catch, a catch would have – we wouldn't even be talking about if Emmanuel Sanders – if Garoppolo connects with Emmanuel Sanders – we're probably not even talking about Kansas City winning the Super Bowl. And I know it's a what if it didn't happen. I get all of that, Zubin. But if it would have, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. But Key, if if the Steelers lose to the I mean, if the Steelers lose to the Bills or the Colts, are you gonna be are you gonna be shocked? Would it's, you be shocked? No, I'm not no, okay, I would not a, I would not be shocked. Exactly. Okay. But if the Chiefs lost to the Ravens or the Titans, would you be shocked? Not based on the way the Ravens are playing right now, I wouldn't be shocked. Okay, last two things I would say. Conversely, if the Steelers have the most pressure considering what's going on with the Browns, you could actually argue they have the least amount of pressure. So that's an interesting little tete-a-tete there. And to answer Jay's point, obviously, with the Chiefs having the bye, Jay, I do believe next week when the Chiefs play somebody, those storylines you're talking about will creep up, all the one-possession wins, all of that stuff. It's just that they're not Mm -hmm. playing this weekend, so there probably isn't a ton of attention on them. Just my thoughts. On the way, could a 25-year old quarterback. Thank you. We'll get to the National Football Conference a little bit later. On the way, could a 25-year-old quarterback that's just entering his prime actually be on the trade block and available? We'll dig into that. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. No lack of options when you're 25 in all world. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. If you didn't catch the hint there, of course, we're talking about Deshaun Watson, who's got incredible talent, played on Wild Card Weekend just a year ago, now sitting it out. He doesn't have a lot of weapons, and the Texans paid the price. They have a new GM. They're looking for a new head coach. And back in November, fellas, mm-hmm. the team CEO, Cal McNair, openly said he wanted Deshaun Watson's opinion when mm. they hire a head coach and a GM. It makes sense. Any stud player on any team who you've locked up long-term deserves to be involved in the process. you got to keep people like this happy. They are essentially the reason where you will succeed or fail if you put the right talent around him. However, Deshaun made a couple comments a couple days ago where he seemingly felt like he wasn't involved in the process as the team has hired a new GM and Nick Casario, who came over from the Patriots. So 
With Watson's comments talking about how he's not happy, J.J. Watt now entering the final year of his deal, let's talk about Watson. Simply put, if he's unhappy and the Texans want to go in a different direction. Go in a different direction then. Now, what do you do with Deshaun Watson? Go, go who should be interested and who should make a play? You, uh. if, if Deshaun is not happy, and I've, I'll say it again, when a player tells you he does not want to be there, now you start. He hasn't gotten to that part yet, right? You mean like another Houston superstar? Is well, that what you're talking about? In general, yeah. <laughs> What's I mean, going on in Houston? <laughs> just in general, though, when players tell the, the, the operational people, the front office, the organization, hey, I, this ain't for me, <laughs> at that point, you can look to moving. One of the mistakes that they made is you have a real conversation with him. Yes, maybe you have that conversation. And, I, and I've – Jay and Zubin, as a player in the National Football League, every single team that I've ever been on, I've had communications with our president of the team, general mm-hmm. manager of the team, head coach of the team, when they started to make major decisions, whether it was Coach Dungy and the offensive coordinating decision that he was going to make, we talked about it. Whether it was Coach Parcells and the guy that they were going to draft, we talked about it. It was always dialogue and open communication to get a feel for what they're bringing into our locker room or what they're bringing into the building. And they should have did that. They did it in November. Do it again. You failed to do it again mm-hmm. before you hired yeah. the new general manager. So now – you got a quarterback that's your franchise guy that you gave $175 million to that is very young at 25 years old and might be one of the top four quarterbacks, depending on who you're asking, in the National Football League with a long runway to having major success for the next 10 years mm. in the NFL. And you are now you now have ticked him off to the point it may be a point of no return because this is the offseason. And he is at home. And they are playoff games going on this weekend. And he's going to be sitting around watching those playoff games with a lot of people in his ear, his agent, his girlfriend, his buddies, all of the different stuff to tell. And as he sits back, he's only human. Right. And he's looking at it and saying, man, I don't want to be. You're right. I don't want to be here. Why would I want to play for them? And they're sitting back not even communicate. And then on top of that, to double it down, the hottest offensive coordinator that I could think of in a long time, and Eric Bieniemy, at the Kansas City Chiefs, you elect not to communicate with him or at least put a permission slip in to interview him. Mm-hmm. And you think Deshaun Watson doesn't see what the hell is going on with Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City's mm-hmm. offense, and he Great. would like possibly to be in that? You made the decision that you're not going to do that? Okay, well, there's a lot of teams out there, Zubin, that would like to have a 25-year-old quarterback that's probably in the top four in the league. That's not going to cost a lot of money to get. It's a $22 million cap hit if the Houston Texans move on from him. Different than Carson Wentz, 30-plus million. So it's easier to get – it's easier for Texas, the Texans, to swallow that negative pill. I'd do it if I was a team. What Mm. do you need? Keep preaching the gospel, Key. Keep preaching the gospel here on this one, man. Like I've talked to people around the situation, and the common theme that I've heard is that Deshaun doesn't really trust the fact that he doesn't feel like there are football minds with the Houston Texans. And look, I I spent time with Deshaun Watson. We did an interview with him on the boardroom, countless hours. When you talk to him, man, yeah, he's young, but like he's practical. Like he's actually he thinks about things like he's not extra cocky. He's not like he's actually in tune with what he needs. So 
I don't know what the hell is going on in Houston. I know two completely different scenarios, but I don't know why owners don't actually talk or GMs don't actually talk and constantly consult with their best players. Right, like you should do that with Deshaun throughout the process. Deshaun isn't just your star quarterback. Deshaun actually holds himself like he's a CEO. Consult him throughout the entire process. And it all started with DeAndre Hopkins when that just went out the window. Like, hold on a second. You guys let me lose my best option wide receiver wise. And now this happens and it continues to fester. I don't know if I want to stay there if I'm Deshaun Watson. I'm they're on thin ice with me. Zubin, what teams should he what what's available to him? That's the question. It's time for Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. The bottom line is anytime you're in a situation like this. Every team is going to try to make a play that needs a quarterback because, as you guys have said, at 25, and if you don't have a quarterback in the NFL, you don't have a chance. Let's just think about this, and Jay, give me your scenario for who you think should be involved with him. We'll get Key's thoughts, too, but just set up the discussion by thinking about this. If you're Deshaun Watson, Key, you said everybody's chirping in his ear. Think about this. Last year on Wild Good Card chirp. Weekend. Good chirping, yes. Last year on Wild Card Weekend, right, on ESPN, it's Josh Allen and Deshaun Watson. Right. A year later, Josh Allen is zooming up the charts. He's back on wildcard weekend as a division winner. Everybody's talking about him. Deshaun Watson is every bit the amount of talent that Josh Allen does. People probably think he's more naturally talented because I think most people are shocked that Josh Allen has made this ascension. So, Jay, think about it. If you're Deshaun, you're thinking to yourself, I'm with this organization. Last year, I'm running stride for stride with Josh Allen. They make some moves like Stefan Diggs. Our organization, instead of getting a wide receiver like Diggs, we lose one like Hopkins. So it makes total sense that he would want out from this perspective, even if you go back just one year. So in your mind, who's the team out there, and Key, of course, that should say, let's just upset the apple cart. This guy's unhappy. This guy can make us very, very happy if we get him. Now, look, it's, it would put them over to Kappa. If I were the Saints, I'd be looking at Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill and be like, all right, you guys are cool, but Deshaun Watson is different. Drew Brees is on his way out. How do we make that work? Even if I'm the Jets, if I'm the Jets, I'm like, wait, how do we package Sam Darnold? How do we package our second pick? And how do we package our, 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 our other first-round pick? I don't know, maybe some future picks to try to make this happen because he's a game-changer, Key. Here's what I would do if I was in a position of power that needed to acquire Deshaun Watson. I'm probably not going to get him if I'm the New Orleans Saints because I don't have enough, right? My first-round pick is at the bottom of the barrel. I, I don't have enough. But I could probably figure it out, but I don't – that would be a – I mean, that would be a dream-come-true landing spot for not only him but the organization. But he'd have to gut the organization have to get him. And then yeah, what's the it's point? probably not going to happen. So let's get them off the books. Let's talk realistic. Let's talk this year's draft at the top. Let's talk New York Jets. Let's talk Jacksonville Jaguars. What do you need? Talk to me. If I'm the New York Jets, I got a quarterback for you in Sam Darnold. Bye, Sam. I love you to death, but you got to go. Then I got the number two pick for you. You can have the number two pick. You can have Sam Darnold. You also can have my picket that I got from Seattle. You can have that pick too. And if you want to reach into the 2022 draft, we can have a conversation about that if I'm them. If I'm the Jacksonville Jaguars, you can have the number one overall pick. And you can have my 2022 pick. That, and, and, and I'm done. If that's what you want. And I want Deshaun Watson. If I'm the San Francisco 49ers, tell me what you want. Exactly. If I'm the 49ers, tell me what you want. No, I'm not going to give you Joey. I'm not giving you Nick Bosa. No, I'm not doing that. You know, some things that's off the table. Mm-hmm. But 
the pick game in certain players, it's open season. If I'm if I'm the Denver Broncos, it's open season. What do you look at you? You smiling when I say Denver Broncos? <laughs> Zuma got so you excited. Turn red and exciting and start smiling. <laughs> Yo, bro, if it's Drew Locke, it's a lock if it's Deshaun Watson. I don't yeah. want Drew Locke. I want the lock that is Deshaun exactly. Watson. He, he, if he ever gets to the point of no return, he has plenty of options that he can play quarterback for. Got a break. Indeed. Straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. On the way, one head coach on Wild Card Weekend says it's Super Bowl or bust for his team. Is he right? Who is he? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. As we get right back into the NFL, a reminder this morning, tune into Mike Greenberg's show, Greeny, which immediately follows our show, Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. Today, Greeny talks to Brett Favre, knows a little something about the playoffs and that music. And Al Michaels will take you inside the stories of the day. How about that? Brett Favre and Al Michaels from Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin, right into Greeny weekday mornings right here on ESPN Radio, 10 a.m. Eastern on many of these ESPN Radio Stations. We're going to call this three and out. We're going to talk about the three games on Saturday, and then in just under an hour, we'll talk about the three games on Sunday. Let's go in chronological order. Super Wild Card Weekend will begin with Colts at Bills. You know, this is an interesting matchup. You got the Colts going to the Bills. They're coming out of the dome, but Josh Allen is on fire with Stephon Diggs. They're doing a tremendous job at getting the football down the field. You can surely see the talent that Brandon Beam, the general manager, saw in Josh Allen when they selected him out of Wyoming. The interesting thing is you got the old head on the other side in Phillip Rivers in that defense. That defense is solid and sound with the Indianapolis Colts. One of the things that the Colts have to do in this football game in order to give them the chance to win is take Take away Stephon Diggs. Make Josh Allen go to his second and third options. Hold on to the football, and if he runs it, hit him and knock him down. Easier said than done, Key, and I still hold to this statement. I think the Bills are the one team that actually have the firepower to outfirepower the Kansas City Chiefs, but the Colts are a team that actually can win this game. I agree with you on the defensive take, and also Phillip Rivers needs to play at a different level in order to get it done. To the NFC. Rams and Seahawks. 
This is an interesting football game because you're playing around hide and seek with the quarterbacks of the Los Angeles Rams. Who will it be? Will it be Wofford or will it be Jared Goff? We saw Wofford last week and we were like, oh, okay. He's not bad. Not a bad quarterback, but Jared Goff's the guy. Had a little thumb injury. I'm expecting Jared Goff to play, but I'm also expecting the Seattle Seahawks to get revenge, losing to the Rams two times in the regular season this year. This particular football team is on a mission with Russell Wilson. Another guy that needs to show up for me is DK Metcalf. Mm. I need you to figure out how to get open on Jalen Ramsey and give your why give your quarterback an opportunity to have you make big plays for him down the field. You are the key to the game if you plan on advancing to the second round. It's all about Seattle's offense. It's about this Rams defense. Questions on the Rams offensive side with Jared Goff, question mark. But I will say this, that, that conversation fizzled out very quickly about Russell Wilson being MVP. That defense has gotten better throughout the course of the year, where I've seen Russell Wilson actually go kind of the other way. Seattle needs Russell Wilson to be MVP caliber Russell Wilson like he was the first five or six games of the season. And now Young chasing Brady. Tampa Bay at Washington. Yeah, this is going to be interesting because you have to be careful for that check that you're trying to cash against Tom Brady. You've now put that back end of the defense in Washington on notice, Chase Young, by kind of poking the goat a little bit. Hey, at the end of the day, if you go and do your job and cause havoc on that offensive line, we all know that you can wreck havoc and you can do some things to get Brady off his spot. But if Washington is going to win the football game, it's about the front seven. They've got to get to Tom Brady, get him off his mark, make him uncomfortable like we've seen teams like the Giants do in the past or the Baltimore Ravens do in the past. That is his Achilles heel is being uncomfortable in the pocket. If not, it's going to be bombs away all damn day. And, Key, the front seven can only get to Tom Brady if the Washington football team's secondary can actually hold that receiving core in check. That's going to be the thing to watch as well. But, look, I've been saying this all year. i got 99 problems, and Chase Young is all of them. Going to love to see how he attacks. And also, the health of Alex Smith. How is Alex Smith? That's a big-time question mark considering that Ron Rivera is going to dual quarterbacks in this game. So the question here in this game, obviously, is how is Brady going to look in his first game with the Bucks in the playoffs after 21 years in the league, is 21-year-old Chase Young going to chase down the old man Saturday night? But the real issue is the old man on the sidelines for the Bucks, the guy in the Kango cap, Bruce Arians, who said it's Super Bowl. Who wears Kango cap still, man? Kango <laughs> cap's key. He doesn't even like early him. 90s, man. He rocks him forward, not even backward. He rocks him forward. I mean, he's. A granddad or something. Yes, he is. Man, yes, he is. Alone, Uncle, Bruce. Yeah, Uncle Bruce. Uncle Bruce, right? man. That's like Key rocking some FUBU. You know what I mean, Key? You <laughs> nah, rocking FUBU in 2020. I didn't wear FUBU when it was out, Jay. Stop that, man. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't do that. Wrong guy, Jay. You don't support Forrest Bias, Keisha? I do not. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right, so will Bruce be sorry he said that it's Super Bowler, but I realize who his quarterback is. I realize you want to have swag. No, you got to tell your why, team this. Why, why would he be sorry, though? I'm just, I'm just asking. You no, know? no, I know you do, but why? Top wild card. They're not exactly it, a favorite. It, it is Super Bowl or bust. It was Super Bowl or bust the moment that Tom Brady signed on the dotted line. Right? I mean, think about it. When he signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, it was almost like a mini LeBron James uh, the decision. It was like a mini one, right? We followed that thing from day one. It was the the cryptic uh, uh, Instagram kind of deal that he did. Yeah. Remember, he was standing in the tunnel. Then it was Jeff Darlington coming on saying, well, he kind of, I don't know, but this and that. It was all of those things that drummed up. Yeah, slow build. And it, it was slow build. And then when it landed, 
boom. Then all of a sudden, Gronkowski, boom. And now it was like, whoa, we getting ready to go back to the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It is Super Bowl or bust. What I would say, though, if they got to the NFC Championship game, you would get a pass to a degree. But because the way things went down, you removed Jameis Winston and the 30 touchdowns and the 30 interceptions. You got a significant upgrade at the quarterback spot because yeah. it cut down the interceptions. And so now it's like, okay, you said that that was the piece you were missing when you made the decision to move from Jameis. Right. You put the greatest quarterback in the modern era behind the center. Right? You put that guy there. So, yes, it's Super Bowl. And Tom Brady will tell you that's how he feels in a private conversation. But He's not going to tell you publicly. I don't see this key. I don't see this being like LeBron James and the decision. LeBron James is 25 years old in the prime of his but career it's not, when but he Jay, made the decision. I know the attention and the hype was there, but Tom Brady's 43 years old. It doesn't matter about the age. We're only dealing with one year, right? We're not dealing I, with a career. I, We're dealing with one year. I, look, if they lose to the Washington football team, Key, I'm with you. Then that is a horrible season. But if they lose, if they lose in the next round to the Packers, are you going to sit there and say this season has been a, a bust? I mean, it's his first year kind of understanding a new offense with Bruce Arians, new pieces. How's it going to work with that's Mike the, Evans? That's I mean, the next narrative, though, Jay. You one week ahead. Man, you got to wait to you got to wait a couple weeks before we get to, ah, oh, well, it's only the offseason. He'll be better. You got to wait for that one. This I'm one gonna, right here is Super Bowl or bust. I mean, but how many how many people have changed teams and won a championship right away? His, like, the rules, it takes a while hey, to buddy, do that. Hey, buddy, just in case you don't know, the rules are different for him. The rules, Zubin, are different for Tom Brady and LeBron James. I know two different sports, but those rules are different. They just are. They're different rules for guys like that. Right. It's a standard that has to be met. It's a bar that most people don't even think about reaching, and we should just mention it's all TBA on Brady. Obviously, LeBron moving from one team to another rocks the foundation of the NBA. Without even a playoff game being played, at least Tom Brady has rocked the foundation of the AFC East with his departure. And the reason I say it's a different rule for him, Jay, the damn head coach said it. Super Bowl or bust. I hear you, but Tom Brady's damn near 50 years old. Yeah, but it doesn't. He's close to 45 years old. and It doesn't matter. I hear you. He does not look like he's 47 years old when he's out there. Zing, zoom, zoom. I mean, you got to think, though. The head coach says Super Bowl bust. So that tells you the intentions and their thought process when they decided to give up $50 million over two years fully guaranteed. Well, look, Bruce Arians has said a lot of things over the course of his career. I heard things he said about Jameis Winston, too. So I, I take that with a grain of salt. Indeed. Brady and the Bucks will look to get in the zone versus Washington. Get in the zone. Brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. From talking about the three games on Saturday, let's get started with the final game of Super Wildcard Weekend Sunday night. Another Browns player tested positive. Ronnie Harrison, the team's safety. The word was if there were any further positive tests, then it could be called to question. Yo, how much more can that fan base take? Well, I'll tell you what, the Browns fan base is pretty darn resilient, so they've been able to withstand year after year after year. As I mentioned, the final game of Super Wild Card Weekend, Sunday night, it'll be the Browns and the Steelers for the second time in seven days with considerably more on the line here for Pittsburgh. Kimberly A. Martin, ESPN NFL reporter, will be covering that game, and she joins us this morning on the Goodyear Hotline. Kim, good morning. Uh, Simply put, right now, what's the latest on the Browns' COVID-19 situation? Good morning, guys. Um, You know, if you saw it last week, the Browns were at a disadvantage because of their COVID cases. You know, consider this worst-case scenario in some ways. Kevin Stefanski not able to uh, be on the sidelines. Ronnie Harrison, their safety, 
um, you know, he just tested positive. We're going to find out later today whether the facility will be open for the first time uh, this week. Guys have not practiced. Baker Mayfield said yesterday he hasn't been he hasn't thrown a football since Sunday, the last time I covered them against the Steelers. He hasn't thrown a football because they haven't been able to practice. So if you're a Browns fan, there's a lot to be worried about when you consider how many guys are now on the reserve COVID-19 list. Left guard Joel Batonio, the longest guard, uh, the longest uh, tenured Brown. There are two, st- uh, two top starting corners, um, Kevin Johnson, Denzel Ward. You know, this is when you talk about um, against all odds, that's what this Browns team uh, feels like. But somebody like Jarvis Landry feels like, you know what, we're trying to, we're, nobody thought we'd win 11 games. Nobody thought we'd turn the Browns around this season. Nobody thought we'd make the playoffs. So we're trying to win this game for the guys who cannot play on Sunday. Kimberly, what is the A. Martin? How you doing this morning? He can't help himself, Kim. He can't help himself. What, what, how are the, how, Kim, how, how are the, the Browns feeling just with everything that they're dealing with the COVID situation, you know, they haven't been in the building. Like there's a lot going on right now. So how are they feeling as a whole? Well, I know when Stefanski first tested positive, that news broke, you know, I texted some guys and, you know, they were shocked. They were like, I can't believe it. Coach always has a mask. Like I have no idea. Him of all people. I can't believe he tested positive. Uh, I think publicly, um, they're going to say what Kevin Stefanski has said all season. And, you know, I talked to Kevin Stefanski on the phone the night before their Week 17 game against the Steelers. And he says, look, when I first retired, I told them the message all season has to be you've got to hit the curveball. And he's like, he jokes, like, I don't know why I'm using a baseball analogy for these football players, but it seems fitting based on what we knew we were going to face in 2020. Clearly the Browns did not expect all of this and neither did we um but they you know Ken Stefanski told me on the phone like look the goal is for these guys to start thinking like me and to you know that's why I take so much time thinking about what I'm going to say to them because we have it's about us it's not about anybody else we have the preparation if you're you know with the the virtual zooms and the virtual walkthroughs you know that should be enough but you cannot feel good when you're going into a playoff game if you're Baker Mayfield, this is a huge game, and you haven't thrown a football. It's Friday. The game is in two days, and you haven't thrown a football yet uh, because of COVID. That's not a good feeling, but clearly they have no choice. They've got to go out and try to win. Yeah, that'll be a run-heavy a, a run game. Speaking of trying to win, the Houston Texans are trying to lose. That's what they're trying Ooh, to do, God. right? They they done messed around. They done messed around and made their franchise quarterback mad. What are the possibilities and the chances that not them, but he could want to move on from the Houston Texans? Well, I'm sure in the heat of the moment, you know, when when management or or your employer, you feel like they did you wrong. You're like, I want I want out of here. Get me out. You know, if I was upset with ESPN, which I'm not, by the way, in case my bosses are listening. But (laughs) if I were upset with my employer, I'd be like, get me out of here. But you know what? You have a contract. And guess what? They can't move you until they want to move you. Um, I think uh, for me, it's what's the end game here? You know, where unless unless another team gives up what the Texans want and more. Let me let me this ask you this though, Kim. Moot in a way. Let me ask you this: You said unless what? the Texans give up 
Wouldn't you think a handful of teams plus would give them whatever they want for one of the top four quarterbacks in the National Football League? Yeah, there's an argument to be made that if you're Jacksonville, you're sitting there with the first pick. Are you looking at Deshaun, a proven commodity? You know exactly what you're getting. You're getting a guy who will carry his team on his back with no pieces. Each week they are always competitive. You might say, you know what? I know what Deshaun is. We could get Lawrence, but I don't know. That's not a proven NFL commodity. You can make a case for that. Um, however, also, Nick Casario just got this job. This is a franchise that traded away uh, DeAndre Hopkins in a stunner of a trade that we're like, what were they thinking? They're not going – Deshaun Watson is the only sure thing you have. So moving him makes zero, zero sense. What they're doing now makes no sense, but if they were to move him, it makes none because then you're saying we literally have nothing here. And this is a team with no cap space and no first or second round picks this year. Kim, entering wildcard weekend, which QBU do you think is facing the most pressure? Uh, you know, I, you know, I was on first take last week and I said, if the Browns make the playoffs, it, it would be Baker because if Lamar were to lose in the playoffs or not make the playoffs, we'd still go into the 2021 season saying, eh, Lamar, Lamar's pretty good. I don't know if he can win in the big game, but he's pretty good. And the Ravens would be a team to beat in the, in the AFC off the bat. But now with COVID, you know, I don't, I don't, it's going to be tough for Baker Mayfield to even win um, this weekend. And, and obviously the Ravens clearly, I'm going to switch my pick because COVID made me switch my pick. I'm going to say Lamar now because you're facing the Titans team that, that has beaten you. You need to change the narrative that you can't that you can't win the big game. I think he's capable of it. This is a different Ravens team in the in the later part of the season, winning five in a row. Um, for them not to beat the Titans, I think it would be a big disappointment. And we'll get to witness that on Sunday afternoon. Ravens Titans ESPN ABC megacast all over it. Key will be in the film room. All eyes on Lamar trying to win that first postseason game with key obviously saying that's a little bit of a stretch here key you've always said he's just a young dude yeah this is you know peyton manning <laughs> peyton manning went three and oh and three in his first three tries mm. so and that's where know. lamar would be with the loss this weekend yeah that doesn't sound good right no it doesn't <laughs> kim will look for your reporting sunday night after it's all over and divisional weekend will be set after the game you cover is done Sunday night. The Browns and the Steelers doing it for the third time this season. Kim, what's the A for? I was about to say J. I'm still looking for the A. I'm still looking for the A. All right, so Kimberly A. Martin with Stephen A. Smith on first take last week, and she gets the last word this morning. Thank you, Kim. Appreciate it. Thanks, Kim. Yeah, I'm still looking for the A. She already left. She already left, Zubin. She's gone. She's gone. I know. She didn't like the tenor of the question. She's like, I'm getting out of here. Let's go from A to Z real quick. <laughs> okay, from A to Z to the NBA, and no zoom in from Kimberly A to Z. Oh, good, well played from Kimberly That's A. Evan. Martin. Evan, our producer, gave it a give us a that love. There. That's a hockey assist from Evan to Jay to me. So put it in the box score. All right, here we go. LeBron James. Everybody knows what happened in the country here over the last 24 to 48 hours. LeBron James weighing in. I don't think he's saying anything groundbreaking or earth shattering here. But when LeBron talks, everybody listens, particularly in the world of sports. And LeBron is essentially saying, like it or not, we live in a disparate democracy. We live in two Americas. Prime example of that yesterday. And um, and if you don't understand that or don't see that, 
after seeing what you saw yesterday, then you you really need to take a step back, not even just one step, maybe four or five or even 10 steps backwards um, and ask yourself, how, how do you want your, your kids or how do you want you know your grandkids? How do we want America to be viewed as? How do we want to live you know, in this, in this beautiful country? Because yesterday was not it. Sorry, Keith. I mean, he's speaking the truth, man. I mean, I, you know, we talk about it. We keep talking about it. We ain't going nowhere. And he's just telling the truth. It's, it's something that we continue to deal with. And, uh, hopefully we'll just, you know, we'll get through it, man. That's all I can say. Hopefully we'll get there. Jay. Two quick points. Number one, Jalen Brown said this the other day. It's interesting that LeBron said it after Jalen Brown and Jalen Brown said it differently, but the same thing didn't get as much attention. Uh, but as LeBron says, it, it's everywhere. And mm-hmm. just go back to your point yesterday, Zubin. I mean, we stopped. We listened to LeBron James. The world kind of listens to LeBron James. So, mm-hmm. you know, it goes back to your point yesterday. The world does stop to listen to a subset of athletes. Indeed. We'll see what happens moving forward. I think we know there's a ton of progress to be made. But as Jay said, when LeBron talks, everybody listens. And he has been talking on every single issue, weighing in with the latest yesterday and we had it for you here this morning on the way we want to hear from you back to the nfl which quarterback has the most pressure heading into wild card weekend it's hike. your call 888 say espn on two hike 888 say espn you don't sound like a quarterback man well place kicker punter thanks for listening to Keyshawn, j will and zubin make sure to subscribe rate and review you can hear the show live weekdays at 6 eastern on espn radio espn news or wherever you stream your audio Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.